fam? Feels good, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I know it do. Yeah. And without further ado, we broadcasting live. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Kente <laughs> thing. That was like the only thing I had written down. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and the Kente club. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, it was. So it was all of. It was all of the Democrats though, and also no, they're it, fucking doing the most. Wait, but also it was the Congressional Black Caucus that asked them to wear it. So I feel bad. It's like yeah, but they should have known better. Who the whites or the or the blacks? <laughs> the whites. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we were there and they told us to do that, we would be like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Also, like, the celebrities who did it again. Oh, God, man. Why? They had a little video where they that were That was so ridiculous. Coming What's together again. What's up with white again? people? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking for this. Well, I think, like the rest of us, they maybe feel helpless and they're like, you know, what but can how we this do? Help? This Nothing. is just their own self, like promoting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. It just makes it worse. Oh, that's what I saw. Some people saying in response to this new celebrity video that you could tell that they've been out of work for a few months because some of them were just like giving it all. Yeah, yeah. they were. Mar- they were doing their Meryl Street. <laughs> that's one person who has not done this. Of course not. Mm-hmm. She knows better. Someone pointed out a couple days ago something like. Uh, Thank goodness for Brad Pitt. And then they said, like, oh, he didn't do anything, but he hasn't shown up in any of these videos. <laughs> right. No, I think they were saying, like, Brad Pitt uh, produces a lot of, like, historically important black films. Yeah, it's true. And he just always does that. And, like, mm-hmm. he always helps, like. And never makes it about him. Right. Like, and then he's yeah. not showing up in these stupid ass videos. I'll yeah. Tell you yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I I mean, yeah, the Kente cloth thing it was dumb but i like but like okay the whole congressional black caucus asked you to do this right so then it's like right if, so if you're not you, gonna say no to them in this r- moment too yeah, right yeah because yeah. if your first instinct is like oh i don't know it's kind of like mm. yeah i saw this tweet going viral that was like nancy pelosi will be in baby fat by wednesday <laughs> <laughs> i saw that too and then on wednesday she tweeted it's wednesday <laughs> oh she did yeah she's tight dude <laughs> Uh, yeah. Put Nancy Pelosi in baby fat. Put Auntie Maxine Waters in, <laughs> in Fubu. In Fubu. <laughs> oh God, I've been so dehydrated lately. Have you? I mean, I have other problems. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't felt dehydrated though. Mm. Drinking, drinking a lot of water. I bought the um, 15 pack of like giant Pellegrinos at Costco. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. It's kind of not. It's kind of cool. Like if you have people over because it's like you can put a few on the table. Yeah. Or whatever. But just for me and Hoel, like it's it's just forces me to drink more water Mm because you really can't crack those open open for that long. So it's true. So I just been killing them. You should just get a soda stream. I know. I always think of that because your parents have that, huh? Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I want a soda, but it's like, I'm not going to go buy a case. I know. Dude, I have a single can of Coca-Cola in my refrigerator, 
and I keep looking at it. I'm like, when when is my special occasion? So I'm gonna pop that shit like some people pop open a bottle of champs. Like I'm yeah. gonna be like, it's a special occasion time to open this Coca Cola. Hell yeah, or like a cherry Coke, um, or a vanilla Coke. Oh, girl. <laughs> when I was uh, studying for the bar, the the little cafeteria at our school always had like the canned cherry Cokes you could buy mm-hmm. for like a dollar. And in the afternoon, like me and my friend Belinda would always like that was like our treat. Like, OK, oh, let's go yeah. get a cherry Coke because it also had caffeine in it. Yeah. But we didn't want to drink more coffee. So and it was always like our treat. Oh, shout out <laughs> to Belinda. I don't We're, know if she listens to this podcast, but she's cool as fuck. <laughs> she'll pop up on my Instagram feed every once in a while. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, Belinda. Always wearing the fly suits. Yeah, she's real tight. <clears throat> so this week, Lady Antebellum randomly, I well, I don't know if randomly, but they dropped like the sweetest, I think most thoughtful statement talking about how they're going to change their name to Lady A because they don't like being associated with the antebellum south anymore what it i'm sorry what is the antebellum south? antebellum just means before the civil war so oh, okay it's like you don't want to make this you don't want to um like be nostalgic for this time before the civil war because what's the main thing that happens before the civil war <laughs> right like what do we all think, think of yeah, yeah. slavery yeah <laughs> so they put out this let me just read a little excerpt of their statement because i thought it was just so well thought out and nice Okay, so here it is. They said, Dear fans, as a band, we have strived for our music to be a refuge inclusive of all. We've watched and listened more than ever these last few weeks, and our hearts have been stirred with conviction, our eyes open wide to the injustices, inequality, and biases black women and men have always faced and continue to face every day. Now blind spots we didn't even know existed have been revealed. And then they go on and on, but they say the one thing that like really stood out to me was oh here we understand that many of you may ask the question why have you not made this change until now the answer is that we can make no excuse for our lateness to this realization what we can do is acknowledge it turn from it and take action that's great yeah it's so great because it's true like what made them they talk about how they chose this name lady antebellum because they took their first pictures as a band together at a plantation right uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Blake Live. <laughs> so, it, uh, like they said, there's no excuse for not recognizing it before. But I mean, is the alternative just to be like, well, it's too we'll late just now? Keep it then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I like their statement. I like, and also they're making lots of donations, and they named like a lot of uh, the community-based groups that they're going to start working with. That's awesome. Yeah. So shout out to them. Also, their motherfucking song is a bop. That ne- one Need song. you now. Yeah. The only song. The they only have. song. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure they got more songs. It's just you know. Yeah, that's their their big crossover song, the one that we've all heard. Yeah, Need You yeah. Now. That's just a bop. That's just a boppity bop bop. Okay, that's cool. When I first saw that, I was like thinking it was another scandal because we just had the lady g scandal oh yeah and i was like oh shit another one i was yeah, like lady oh. a who lady yeah. a <laughs> i know yeah but they're all their fans are like turning on them or not all their fans but a lot of their fans are like it's bullshit like you're doing this to appease people who don't even fucking listen to your music whatever whatever i mean like maybe but i mean not appease but that's not the right word but 
I mean, maybe like a lot of the people that would care probably don't listen to uh, country music, to be honest. But what does that have to do with anything? Why can't we just be better people? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. Right. Like, so, what the fuck? Wh- so why wouldn't you do the right thing to do? <laughs> yeah. So stupid. So what would appease? And also, what does that mean? What would appease your stupid asses then? <laughs> like, <laughs> what should they do to appease you, their fans? Yeah. Stupid. Okay, bye. Where's he going? To work out. Oh, Where God. are you going? <laughs> okay, bye. I don't know Is why he... I'm mad. Where are you go? Where's he going? <laughs> May, what? Oh, okay. May was like, where's he going? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was kind of along those same lines, NASCAR oh yeah decided to ban the confederate flag at all of their events thank god which like, i mean come on this is the most obvious blatant like, racism that there is a blatant think, accepted form of racism i would say yeah and i always think like i mean like the confederacy i feel like it's anti-american even oh, yeah because the confederacy <laughs> didn't want to be a part of the u.s right yeah so, but you see these fucking dumbos like flying the american flag with the confederate flag because they don't even fucking know what they're standing up for and also it's a symbol of losers yes they lost. <laughs> yes and we all know where you stand on slavery <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. like what the fuck and they want to say like oh it's our culture it's our southern culture but Throw a fucking bucket of chicken on a flag and fly that shit. That's some culture that you should be representing. Some sweet tea. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's it will. And and just like some of the Lady Antebellum or Lady A, some of the Lady <laughs> A fans, uh, NASCAR fans fucking lift their shit, lost of their minds. They They're like, fuck they this. This is fucking stupid. And also yeah. one of them quit. <laughs> one, so of, one of the racers Bubba Wallace said <laughs> that's he his will, real name? I hope so <laughs> I refuse to fucking no his real name is here I'll tell you Ray Ciccarelli All right. oh yeah 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 he said he will no longer no longer uh, race? participate yeah race mm-hmm. with NASCAR and Ras- NASCAR was like bye that motherfucker <laughs> has not won a single race that's the best thing is people are like instantly shading him. Yeah. Like any headline where you see with this story, it's like this man who has won zero fucking races <laughs> and doesn't matter. His highest, I saw that his highest finish was like 33rd place or some shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And there was only like 34 people in that race. <laughs> Fuck that fool. Bye. Losing just like the Confederacy. Stay losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> do you remember in that show uh we watched with you that girl had like a confederate flag bikini what show it was the show about the behind the scenes about like a fake bachelor show oh Jesus. oh yeah um unreal unreal there that's right yeah uh, that show was crazy Ooh. yeah yeah that's fucking crazy oh we have a mutual friend who one time we went to a uh, a like a kickback at 
one of his friend's garages. This is like years and years ago. And I remember the, that garage vividly. And that guy had a Confederate flag. And I remember feeling like uncomfortable. Like how... Yeah. Where we live in Southern California also. That's another thing. Like for you It's to, really shocking where we're from. Yes. To go out of your way to put up a Confederate flag, it's like I remember that garage was cool besides that though. Yeah. Yeah. It was very like, I don't know, just like total kickback spot. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna sound like super sheltered, but I think I'm really I'm really glad that I grew up in Southern California and it was really diverse and you yeah. know, most people are pretty liberal where we're from. But like honestly, in law school, so this is I'm fucking old at mm-hmm. this point, right? One of the first things we did to get to know, like, our, our first-year classmates was, like, a, a questionnaire thing. So you had to, like, go up to random people and, like, ask them one of the questions on your list. Mm-hmm. And once you finished everything, whatever, you were fucking done. So one of the questions was, what what political party are you affiliated with? And I just went up to this dude and I was like, hey, um, what political party are you affiliated with? Democrat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like I and he was Republican. Oh my god! And he was like from Texas. Oh well. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And I, oh, oh word, <laughs> damn. What exactly does that entail? I know. I was like, oh fuck, like really taken back because like I, I, I associate with y'all, <laughs> and I never really come across y'all in the wild like that because you know. Oh, there was um, a Karen going viral these last couple of days from Torrance. Oh, I saw that, May. Yeah. But honestly, I think she might be Latina, dude. And I don't, I'm her last name sad. is Hernandez. It's Lena Hernandez. Yeah. So all signs point to her being spicy. Yeah. Or married to. Oh, someone. that's true. Lena. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, it's not. I, I would think if it was short for like Elena or something. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oof. So she's out here harassing mostly Asian Asian Americans. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the most disgusting, vile shit that you could think of to say to someone of Asian heritage. And I'm like, what the fuck? How? Why? <laughs> why are you doing this? What's wrong with you? For no fucking reason. The first video that went viral earlier this week, the girl was like working out on the stairs. Yeah. At a park. And she uh-huh. was like, these are not your stairs. <laughs> And then she was like, get a job. Yeah, get a job. Get out of here. All this shit. Go to the, the gym. Yeah, and the girl was like, the fuck? Just like yeah. filming her popping off. Yeah. And then the second thing was, which was really crazy, she was pissed apparently because she said this guy parked too close to her. And then he showed how she parked. Mm-hmm. And she was totally the one that was like straddling two parking spaces. I hate yes. when people do that. Oh, my God. I hate that when people drives do me that crazy. too. That yeah. was her, and it was all her fucking fault. Yeah. And then she started imitating an Asian accent. Oh, like the most stereotypical, awful shit. And the kicker is she drives a Honda. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why I pronounced it. Why I pronounced it Honda. Honda. It's because I was going to say, I think I was going to say Hyundai. <laughs> she drives a Honda. <laughs> That stupid bitch. It's crazy that they caught her twice in one week. God damn. And then somebody else pointed out that they filed a police report on her like months ago, but nothing came of it. But then we find out because both of her daughters are cops. What? Both of her daughters are cops. Oh, my God, man. Damn, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Damn, this y'all a queen? (laughs) We're hearing this, this woman? Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Gus. Did you read his email? 
No, what happened? Oh my God. Gus gave us a really sweet, really nice email about our uh, last episode. So it wouldn't have been the Wu-Tang. It would have been the one before that. The uh, uh, the Fatwa episode. The Salman yeah. Rushdie? I think people were giving us shout outs for that. I don't know if we they said were. anything particularly nice. or <laughs> like They just said that we were like, you know. We were just sort of not venting. Not prejudiced? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. We were like venting to each other about the current situation. Right. Which, I mean, I don't know that we said anything that was like particularly insightful, though. We just said just be nice, nice for to each people other. to hear. Yeah, I think it's just nice to hear and to hear somebody that's like thinking the same as you is always nice, probably, mm. you know. Yeah, that's true. So shout out to y'all, especially our, our fairy godfather, Big Gus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so you brought up the show Unreal. Yeah, which is a good transition to talk about. Uh, we just breaking news like at the final hour. Do, 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 do. Uh, one of you guys, Dwayne, on Twitter asked us to give our hot takes on the Bachelor situation. Yeah, so this is interesting because I always clown on the Bachelor. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's an awful show. I <laughs> I've tried to watch it before because people even have like Bachelor like. Uh, like games like they do yeah. like their own bachelor what is that called like f- fantasy bachelor uh-huh. and shit yeah. yeah but yeah i just i hate that show but i always think of like also on top of everything it's always like the same looking fucking guy like always yeah he's got the same little haircut mm-hmm. he's got the same shaped face got the same <laughs> skin tone <laughs> even when he was like latino at one point he was like a white cuban dude <laughs> They're like, time to mix it up. Yeah, he had an accent, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so finally today, confirmed first Black Bachelor. Yes, that's amazing. I think um, his name is Matt James. So what I will say about this, though, is that... Like, I kind of feel like they're like, okay, damn, shut up. You know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You want to fuck a black bachelor here? Shut here. up, you know. Yeah. Like, I, mm, I, it had to happen, sure, but like, kind of like the like how uh, Lady A kind of uh, anticipated some of the backlash. There, like, why now? Right. Like, you know, of course, now is the time for yeah. the bachelor to do this. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. And from a show that has been so fucking hesitant to do this, yes, that's how it kind of. Yeah, that's the taste i guess it leaves in your mouth mm-hmm. like yeah for sure he's cute though yeah he's cute he's oh. the cutest bachelor ever <laughs> also i want to see what kind of girls they line up for him yeah true because i would want to see a nice mix of girls i guess yes yes yeah. <laughs> sizes and y- yes shapes colors <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh you know i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous but black guys like thick girls right yeah, like <laughs> this is the perfect time. <laughs> perfect time to add some thickness. <laughs> it's always the perfect time to add some thickness, man. <laughs> Thickify the bachelor. <laughs> I just um stupid ass Jesus just sent me that meme. Do you remember this meme a long time ago that went like fucking super early memes of this like black girl standing in a mirror with her tummy out and she has her hands on it and she's like i'm not even pregnant just eating good <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that oh shit's funny 
I I watched once. I watched the first season of, of The Bachelorette. So this must have been like when we were in like seventh grade or some shit. That's the that's the one where they're together, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And that was a different time of reality TV also. Yeah, for real. Like maybe if I watched one of those early ones, because back then people like really just did not give a fuck on reality TV. Well, they didn't know. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now everything's different. People are just playing these characters. Mm-hmm. Straight up just trying to have a reality TV show life. Dude, we don't watch Vanderpump Rules, but that was another big thing that happened this week, actually. Oh, yeah. They fired like their, their most senior cast members. Yeah, Stassi Schroeder and who the fuck else was it? Uh, some other fucking girl. And then two new cast members. Yeah, got fired. But the OG cast members, did you hear what they did? It was fucking awful. Yeah, they called the cops on uh, like one of a their black, black cast, cast member. member. Yeah. They called the cops on her for a crime that she had nothing to do with, like, they saw some security footage of a black woman committing a crime and they decided it would be cute or funny or some shit to yeah. call the cops on their cast member and on you some know. Central Park Amy shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They just did that ignorant shit without even thinking about it. Can you imagine? That's no. fucking crazy. Luckily, so good. Bye to them. Fuck yeah. those bitches. Did they only get fired from the show or do they also get fired from the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> I, do they still work at the restaurant, all of them? I'm assuming that they still do. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched that show, and I always want to because I like Lisa Vanderpump and stuff, but I don't know. I just, none of them seems likable to me. Lisa Vanderpump got Jiggy to fire them. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jiggy went to their house and took a shit on their front lawn. The sex monster. <laughs> Did you watch the Dave Chappelle little special? I didn't have to because everybody posted it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. It was strange to... Not strange, but I didn't expect to hear from him. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Do you remember his last special on mm-hmm. Netflix? I, it yep. left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I didn't watch it because I just saw like some some stuff that people were... were um, linking to that he said that where i was like why is he doing that why is he saying that i think this happens to all comedians he's gotten to the age where like you're just out of touch sort of yeah and and he's so rich too remember they always say that like they get too rich right yeah so then and then they feel some type of way when people don't respond to them anymore they're like oh it's because you guys are too sensitive or some shit it's like well, right no <laughs> we just moved past you bro yeah or like yeah. the people who were with you are like fucking old and washed now yeah, yeah yeah so i wasn't expecting him to speak on something like this and i watched it and it's just like um i guess i just appreciate the uh it's messy it is messy what <laughs> yeah, he says it, okay. yeah it's messy i only watch like the clip that everybody's mm-hmm. been reposting but it's like it's because it's like so real, like he's just venting sort of. So I I do kind of appreciate him just like being real and venting, but I don't know. Yeah. Where was he? In his hometown and like somewhere in Ohio. Okay. Okay, that's cool. So it was like set up where he was like in a gazebo type. Thing. It looks like maybe it was a park or something. So he was okay. like in a gazebo and then the audience was socially distant, like in the uh, open air. That's cool. What do you think of uh, the Gone with the Wind situation? Yeah, so HBO Max decided to take 
Gone with the Wind off of their streaming service, basically. Mm-hmm. I literally watched Gone with the Wind last year, and I was like, because uh, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and it was on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was like, whatever. I was like bored. I watched it like slowly all day one day because it takes a, it's like <laughs> yeah. four fucking hours. Remember when that shit used to come on Channel 5 and oh, like with, and with commercials and shit? Yeah, it literally <laughs> takes all day. All day. Like, I maybe think it was like all day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it is really like it graphically depicts slavery for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we need that? No. Well, it's not just that. It's also like the way they depict some of the slaves of being happy-go-lucky and like yes, the, that's the yes. you know like the what is that like uh kichi or i don't know it's just it's just bad <laughs> but were people asking for it to be pulled though i don't think so i mean i think it's just a decision they made but and yeah in that sense it does kind of seem like for clout like they're just like oh yeah. we're gonna take this off cause yeah I, I saw January Jones leave a comment on their Instagram and get <gasps> hella did? fucking dragged. Yeah, what did I she was say? Like, Ooh, girl, don't do it. Because she, she said something like, uh, this movie is like, you know, just like historical and mm-hmm. like it's like a fucking classic and kind of like you shouldn't erase history kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and it does. I mean, Hetty McDaniel, the first black woman to win an Academy Award wins for that performance. And, you know she's also queer which you know we didn't know at the time but right it it does kind of erase that performance and then i saw hbo say put out a statement that said they're not pulling it permanently they're pulling it temporarily until they can like put it back up with some context which i think that should have been the move before just like straight up pulling it like i think what would be nice is if they could package it with like a talk by someone right maybe like an ava duvernay who's a you know black female filmmaker to say why is this an important film but also why why is it it, problematic yeah and to contextualize things i mean i think there was like a there was a better way to do it than what they did (laughs) yeah just like pull it with a statement yeah um have you ever i don't i know you don't have like baby cousins stuff but like when there's like old old cartoons on tv they'll have Mm -hmm. the like disney will have like the caveat in the beginning Mm. And it'll be like, uh, this is good. this is being shown exactly how it was made back in the day. And it's uh-huh. like, we didn't make any changes because we don't want to basically like whitewash. Yeah, we don't want to pretend like this didn't happen. And we want yeah. to acknowledge that this is wrong at the same time. Yes. And it just like plays like, like, you know, like little words like that. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think that that would be great because then you're watching it and you're learning something because it makes you ask yourself, why is this why did this happen Mm -hmm. what was the goal i think (laughs) you know (laughs) so i think if they if in the meantime before let's say they could put up package it with like a talk or something in the meantime if they would have done something like that i think that that would have been yeah i'm sure people would have been happy with that yeah yeah also who the fuck i'm sorry but who the fuck besides me is spending like a whole ass day to watch like how many streams are they getting a fucking gone with the wind on hbo max i don't know i probably would (laughs) yeah but like you know other than that people aren't fucking people who could have hbo max and like streaming capability aren't like let me let me throw on gone with the wind (laughs) i'll tell you one thing i bet you in the last couple days people are seeing it more than they've seen it in the last because they want to see yeah 20 years now they're like hold up yeah what about it this yeah Yeah, for sure (laughs) 
Yeah, so January started getting kind of dragged, and then I saw later on she deleted the comment. Okay, good. Because... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want anything to tarnish the reputation of my Instagram queen. I know. <laughs> it's funny because I think all of our hot topics were the same thing, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the stuff that's been going on this week. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, what about J.K. Rowling and um? Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. God. So J.K. J.K. Rowling has had this problem for I want to say at least the last year, forever, <laughs> <laughs> where she keeps for some reason pushing back on the notion that trans women are women, trans men are men, particularly that trans women are women, right? And she keeps saying some shit like, "Oh, imagine a uh, a trans woman coming into a woman's bathroom." And like, and what, bitch? Yeah, it yeah. So what? <laughs> Where the fuck else is she supposed to go? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Just like some really transphobic, horrendous bullshit. And so earlier this week, she wrote a whole ass essay just digging herself deeper. Just it started off with just like random tweets and she would like certain tweets and people Ugh. would call her out on it and she's like what i'm just saying the truth that you know a man is a man and a woman is a woman you she but she keeps hiding under the you can call yourself whatever you want right but you're not that yeah and it's just like <laughs> hateful in this day and age and someone who wrote a i mean i don't know too much about harry potter but someone who wrote like this universe that's supposed to be all magical and you know, yeah, beautiful. and like I, I never done read any of that shit either. But um, I mean, like what you know about is like Harry Potter was mistreated, and he yeah. found this place where he belonged finally. Right, and, right. You know, like he was different, and he realized why he was different and shit. Yeah. and it was actually like a really special thing. And it's like, <laughs> bitch, how do you not get it? Right, right. And it's shitty. I feel, I feel shitty for fans of Harry Potter because this is something that I guess in in theory you grew up with since you were a child yeah. and and for a lot of people i know they're like really fucking into it like it's part of their yeah, identity are like crazy into that shit yeah that shit is embarrassing you guys need to stop <laughs> <laughs> like people that are way into disney and they're like our age like dude <laughs> relax so a fucking mouse a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the stars of the films started speaking out against what she was saying including harry potter himself daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, and I thought what he said was really perfect because it was like short, and he was like, "We're not gonna be, we're no." He was like, "We're not gonna be erasing like trans yeah. women's identities." Yeah, yeah, and then that was it. Pretty much, she was like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up." I think he said something like, "Oh, without her, I wouldn't obviously wouldn't have the career that I have today." But <laughs> yeah, he said, "Transgender women are women." Any statement mm -hmm. to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people, mm -hmm. and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations, who have far more expertise on the subject matter than she or I. Period. <laughs> that was awesome. And it's just so. Do you know that the average life expectancy of a trans woman of color is thirty-five years old? That's fucking crazy, man. It's ridiculous. These are people that we need to protect at all costs, and it's like she's just like throwing jabs at people for no fucking reason. Yeah, and then I saw that she kind of came out and like tried to defend what she said, but I didn't even read it because I was just so disgusted by everything. And it was long as fuck. I tried to start it reading was? it, and yeah, it was 
like if you would have printed it out it probably would have been like 20 pages what oh yeah hell no, i read I, I read like the first paragraph and i was like hold on let's see how long this is going and then i was like damn <sighs> anyways yeah, so fuck jk rowling honestly <laughs> yeah fuck her and then today the trump administration rolled back protections against trans people of course they did they rolled back protections on everything i saw some shit the other day that they were rolling back protections on like the shooting of baby pandas what the fuck (laughs) like those fools they don't care about nobody nope Mm -mm. everybody vote register to vote yep how do you register to vote I think you could do I think you just do it online. I registered once when I was 18 and I've never done it again. I registered when I got my citizenship. They asked you at the same time if you want to register to vote. I think it also at the DMV if you like have yeah. to renew your license, it's like at the same time you could do it. But I want to say it's just super easy Google search. Let me see if I could figure it out right now while we're <laughs> fucking talking. It should be first of all, we need to find a way to pass a law to make it automatic. Just automatic registration when you turn 18 or whatever the fuck. Okay, so if you Google register to vote, you literally click on the first ad that says rockthevote.org, register to vote, quick and easy to register. And that's it. You put in your email address and zip code, and then you start your registration. Boom. Takes less than two minutes. Bam. That was easy as fuck. And I'm (laughs) laying down in bed. Okay. Do you guys hear that in Louisville, they unanimously voted to outlaw no-knock warrants? Yeah, that was awesome. The protests are working, guys. Don't ever let anybody tell you that they're not. Of course not. Where's Louisville? Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah. I think that's where they make, uh, what is that, whiskey? Jack, (laughs) I was going to call it Jack Black, but what's it called? Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels, yeah. Jack Black is made in Louisville, Kentucky. Damn. <laughs> they need to make a few more of those guys. He is pleasant. Talk about an unproblematic, Ooh, just like happy guy. go lucky. Yeah. I always remember when I was really into my favorite murder, Karen once told a story about like when she was doing stand up and he was doing stand up like back in the day before he had made it big. And she was like, he was so like charming back then that she had like the biggest crush on him and oh, she bet. had tried to call him and stuff but uh-huh. like could never get herself to ask him <laughs> out i guess and i'm like oh that's funny but i bet like yeah you probably yeah. like was so attracted to him i want to say that i've always thought that his band tenacious d like if they made serious music they would be a really fantastic band <laughs> yeah they're both <laughs> great musicians and, and he's a good singer and stuff. yeah and performer yeah, yeah for sure Speaking of bands, I'm up this week. Hello, everyone. My name is Stephanie. And my name is May, and this is the Drama Club. This is the podcast (laughs) about celebrity scandals, gossip, politic, trans rights. HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Slash HBO Go slash HBO Now. Because they're all the same thing now, apparently. They are. Yeah. (laughs) I only have one app. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, bienvenidos. Um, it's a mini episode week. I got your mini mini ass episode right here. <laughs> okay, so Steph grabbed her crotch when she said that. I uh, got your mini episode over here. <laughs> my Staten Island accent. <laughs> I was laughing when Jazzy said about her ex. Oh, that he says Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> okay, so 
I've been listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine for obvious reasons. And actually, I wrote this two weeks ago. And now, like, they're actually trending and stuff. So this is interesting. Hella in the news. For those unfamiliar with the band, they were formed in L.A. in 1991. Their music expresses leftist, revolutionary, anti-authoritarian political views. They're super critical of the U.S. government. And the members of the band have all participated in political protests and other activism. Mm Mm-hmm. They believe in spreading their ideas through art and music, which I really like if you remember our Tupac episode. Mm-hmm. The music itself is like rap rock or rap metal. And Tom Morello is probably one of the greatest living guitarists and my favorite guitarist in the world. For sure. Tom Morello is so, your favorite guitarist? Yeah, him and Omar Rodriguez Lopez. I think they're tied, but yeah. I like I like Eric Clapton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Bye. I like. Bye. Eric- I like- <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice life. <laughs> I, like- I like Eric Clapton. I like Lenny Kravitz. Ew. I like. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Have a nice life. No, Tom Morello is my. He, I think he's probably the best living guitarist. He's amazing. Okay, cool. So, so kind of on top of being this progressively thinking group, their music is also just really, really, really fucking good, which yeah, is for sure. just. that never happens Mm -hmm. but so obviously they are very controversial and i was thinking like they're not controversial you know what the fuck they're about it's in their name people like to it's when something is so in your face sometimes you can almost not see it i know that's what happens (laughs) but yeah they are super fucking controversial just maybe you know not to me because i get it right But, for example, following 9-11, there was a list of, quote, lyrically questionable songs to play on the radio. And uniquely, all of Rage Against the Machine's catalog was on the list. I remember. Yeah. So they actually have a ton of drama in that sense. And then also Mm. within the band, they have a ton of drama as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe one day, yeah, we should actually do a full-blown twofer on them or something. Okay. But for now, I want to talk about this one specific incident. Can I guess? really bad drama like tom said that at one point he and eric or uh god why am i thinking eric de la rocha zach zach de la rocha (laughs) like fist fought Ooh! after like they started they were trying to design a (laughs) t-shirt and he was like this is how bad it got in the band like we were like started arguing about like the t-shirt color and it led to a full-blown fist fight like imagine Damn. how like fucking pent it's, up yeah yeah because it's not that serious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways yeah go ahead and guess is it gonna be the vmas no oh Close, okay 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 so their debut album rage against the machine went triple platinum and they became mainstream almost immediately their second album evil empire was another triple platinum success in 1996 and at this point, they were to be musical guests on a little show that comes up all the time on this podcast. Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. On April 13th, 1996, Rage Against the Machine was scheduled to be the musical guest on SNL. And they were going to perform two songs. Mm-hmm. The host was then chosen to be billionaire and then presidential candidate Steve Forbes. Oh, of Forbes magazine fame? Yes. Okay. Which, honestly, like, come on, Lauren. <laughs> what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Right. Like, exactly. not only did... L- Lauren has never heard of Rage exactly. Against the Machine. Yeah. 
he just like showed everyone he doesn't know shit about his musical guests yeah. with this lineup. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was just a weird choice to have Rage on even without Steve Forbes because yep. SNL tries to steer away from as much controversy as possible. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck would they want Rage on their show at all, I wonder, yeah. other than for clout? Yeah. And also fans question kind of why Rage also would agree to be on the show. I mean, but, but they're a band. Like, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, they have to get as much publicity as they can. Your job, <laughs> you know, that's not something you're doing on the side. This is your job and you have a responsibility to sell records and this how right. you sell records. Also, SNL is kind of like progressive with their musical choices, I will say. Yeah, that's true. Although this I this this I do question like okay. this, this seems like mm-hmm. you knew something bad was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Come on. OK. And Steve Forbes, by the way, similar to Bloomberg, had so much money that it no longer got him hard. So he mm-hmm. decided to run for president in 1996 as a Republican. OK. He's the grandson of the founder of Forbes magazine. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, and he was editor in chief at Forbes. I don't know if he still is. Probably. I mean, I'm sure he's still involved. Mm-hmm. This is the first election that I remember, but I don't remember him running for president. I remember uh, Ross Perot uh, and uh, Bob Dole. I don't remember Steve Forbes running. Yeah, he didn't even come close to securing mm-hmm. the nomination. And he was considered to be super awkward during campaigning, and he dropped out early on. And then he tried out again in the year 2000, which led to similar results. Mm. So I don't think you would have heard of him. We were too little to be paying that much attention. Yeah, to like whoever finished in like <laughs> fucking seventh place. I mean, if you were paying that much attention when you were that little, I would be like, girl, we do not need to be on this podcast. You need to fuck that. Okay, so according to Tom Morello, Rage wanted to obviously use their platform to make their own statement in sharp contrast to the billionaire promoting his flat tax rate and selling jokes. The band hung two upside down American flags from their amplifiers just before their performance was to start. And they saw this as very tame. Mm -hmm. But seconds before the song Bulls on Parade was set to start, stagehands were rushed in to pull the flags down off the amps. Uh-oh. Is this live? This is live, yes. Okay. The band performed the song, and when they walked off stage, they were immediately approached by NBC producer Marcy Klein, who ordered them to leave the building. <gasps> they never played the second song. What? They never got to stand around at the end of the show and help Steve Forbes. Oh, my God. Hanging flags upside down is a sign of distress or great danger, which I didn't know. Yeah. So this was their direct protest against being on the show alongside Republican candidate Steve Forbes. Uh-huh. Bassist Tim Comerford. So basically they were told to like get the fuck out. Like they got kicked yeah. out. And That's they didn't. Crazy. Yeah. They didn't ask them to come back to play the next song or anything. And they didn't do any explanation on the show either. So they just filled the time with like the backup sketches or some yeah. shit? What the fuck? When they were asked to leave, bassist Tim Comerford, he's the one that did the thing at the VMAs that you're uh-huh, thinking uh-huh. of. He then stormed Steve Forbes' dressing room and he threw shreds of the flag in there. <laughs> Tom wow. then later said that different members of the SNL cast and crew expressed solidarity with their action and shame with the show had sens- that the show had censored their performance. Yeah. But they couldn't do anything. Like, that show is like... I mean, it's, it's an institution. It's run by the, by the suits. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They don't give a fuck what Jimmy Fallon has to say. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking uh, David Spade. <laughs> or Jack Mullaney. John Mullaney. Sorry, Jack Jury's <laughs> <laughs> still out on whether May thinks John Mullaney can get it. Perhaps. I think he can get it. Every, every, every once in a while, I'll see him like in some skinny jeans and a t-shirt. I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's my type. That's my type. I think he's, I think I really like his comedy because he's kind of dry. Yeah. And so that's what I find the most attractive about him. Mm-hmm. Dry, dry comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the band has never been formerly, for Mully banned from uh-huh. snl but they've also never been asked back and it's safe to say they won't be it's a dry ban yeah <laughs> and if they do i mean i think we know how that would fucking go down anyway so. right but this is so crazy this is a show where people are probably doing speedballs in their dressing room but this Hell is yeah. the what's not allowed anyways so yeah that's the story of rage against <laughs> the machine getting kicked out of snl well they they raged against the nbc machine and for that i salute them I know, seriously. I was thinking about um, NBC because I keep getting commercials for America's Got Talent on Hulu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, they're just, <laughs> they just keep on trekking, <laughs> huh? Like, don't give two shits about Gabrielle Union or what she has to say. Nope, nope. Because that's a huge, it's NBC Universal. And that's like, when you think about it that way, that's a huge conglomerate at that point. Yeah, that is. I didn't even realize it was like that. Mm-hmm. I see Sofia Vergara is like the new host on that. She's fucking making money, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, she had to keep that money ball rolling because she was the highest paid woman in TV, right? Yeah, and now she's off Modern Family. Well, Mm -hmm. Modern Family's done, so. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Good for you, (laughs) Sofia Vergara. You got a fine man. And you're in your bag? Ooh. Yeah. You live in the American dream. And he don't seem to be doing shit. Good for him, too, honestly. (laughs) He's playing Dungeons and Dragons. With Tom Morello. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Because they're both like they're both of them are like hella smart, right? Because Tom went yeah. to Harvard. I don't know. If to have it. Uh, I think Joe's smart. He seems smart. He went to Carnegie Mellon. Oh, okay. And I think he was valedictorian. Or oh, damn. Or, or salutatorian. Well, guys, that was this week's drama club. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at drama club pod on the website dramaclubpod.com. On the hotline, 505-539-0556 at our P.O. Box, P.O. Box number 27433, L-A-C-A-90027. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll talk to you on Thursday with a brand new real-ass episode. Bye. Bye. However, whatever with your helmet.